good evening to Adventures in DeFi Kingdoms. This is Raf streaming to you live high above the keep in the hot air balloon. Tonight, we have a very fun episode planned. We're going to deep dive into the strategy of DFK Fight Club. we got a great crew with us, and we are joined by Franz and Guy Kidd from the Bogside Chats podcast. Franz, how you doing? Doing great. Happy to be here. Awesome. Guy Kidd, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Excited to jump into Fight Club. All right, so you got the you got the Gen ones put to sleep, and uh, you're you're free to podcast tonight. Yeah, it was uh, eight o'clock this evening, and I was looking a little hairy, but <laughs> the uh, two month old timed the bottle perfectly, just like she knew I needed to record tonight. <laughs> well played, <laughs> Nindorf. As always, how you doing? I'm doing really well. You know, enjoying this heat wave, or at least trying to. That we got here through the Midwest, so yeah, that's that's that. Yeah, sure thing. It's it's been a bit warm right now. My uh, my side project is I've been uh, finishing off a, a table that I built. Um, I actually did kind of put the age in perspective. I built this table two Gen ones ago, uh, <laughs> and so it's been in construction for that many years. And so finally, uh, we're breaking down and uh, you know finishing off the table. So we stained it, and I'm putting on an epoxy coat. Well, the epoxy coat you have to apply and it has to cure between 70 and 80 degrees fahrenheit um and the midwest has been so temperamental that it's either been like 50 or it's been 90 as as you know nidor oh yeah <laughs> yeah so i finally got some late evening hours um and and have that work done and that's put away but that's not why we're here all right so any question of the day i guess we didn't have really time to chit chat beforehand well, I mean, I guess maybe it's a pretty simple one, kind of given the, the episode we're on here. Let's, uh, I'm, what are you guys thinking about the current, I'll just call it the platter of combat-esque tools that we have available, be it arena, fight club, or duels itself? Like, what are you guys thinking? Friends, why don't you What's go your first? favorite? Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty easy for me. It's fight club. Um, duels are, are, you know, duels in arena with the one stat uh kind of pick there eh, it's cool it's interesting but just having the turn-based play-by-play of fight club that's nothing better than that yeah for for me it's uh it's interesting and i'll, I'll steal a line from c9n because he really said it best of the last couple of weeks have felt like january in the sense of like I want to log in every single day because there's things to do it's it's exciting it's it's enjoyable from a gameplay perspective of like fight club specifically duels. I've gotten a little taste of it, but like fight club, it's like, I actually want to play it every single day and, and go and find my, my maximum uh, optimized strategy and things like that. Like the, the gameplay element's really fun. All right. So I was having some audio problem. I was trying to turn down the volume on my headphones and all of a sudden they, blasted my ears with it what felt like 3,000 decibels uh, just as France was explaining things so if anyone picked that up on YouTube I apologize it was incredibly um, concerning um, uh, France uh, do you mind for my sake uh, you were saying that you like Fight Club I, I'm imagining yeah yeah I think you know the answer just oh, based yeah. on how many times that we've played uh, <laughs> so far it, yeah. it's all about Fight Club for me right now 
Yeah, and I, I was listening to, to your guys' last video um, this morning on, on the way to work, and you know you guys were giving it a, a rate, uh, rating and grading system uh, for the different uh, you know ones. And you know I would say I've, I've really tailed off on arena. I was you know honestly just donating money to whales after a certain period in time. I was kind of getting tired of, of doing that. Like I, I felt like it was so sensitive to stat points that it had gone almost too far where if you did not have the elite of the elite, um, you're just going to get blasted and there was no, you know, ranking system. Um, and so you could keep getting blasted by the top tier guys, you know, every two hours, once your cooldown was done. Um, and you know, duels I've, I've played a few, um, I've played mostly nine man wars. Uh, I've accumulated probably more heroes than I'd like to have uh, during, you know, this this low period of jewel costs. Um, and so I'm actually doing all right there, but it still just feels like a bunch of random. Um, I'm absolutely loving uh, what Fight Club has to offer, and that's been sucking a lot of my time and energy just trying to figure it out, navigate it, and then uh, deep dive into some strategy. How about you, Nindorf? Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't really... I've watched a lot of the arena games. I didn't ever actually play one. I think you're right in the sense that it, it really is without a matchmaking system. It's kind of doomed at this point. Uh, so, it, you know, it's kind of funny how the pendulum swung full left and then right. Cause it was basically, you know, arena was awesome because there was something to do. And then kind of duels comes out and, you know, now people are kind of like, well, it, hey, that's kind of cool, but the matchmaking's there. We just, I don't think we have enough history yet and enough experience in our profiles to know how well the matchmaking is going to work out. But I think you're going to see it swing the duels over Arena if you're just considering on chain solutions, um, basically because of the matchmaking system. And, you know, I know the team has said that that's basically the point of duels so that they could test their chops mm -hmm. at matchmaking because, you know, a good PvP is going to live or die by that system. So, I think that's kind of cool. And then you get to the realm of you know, off-chain games like Fight Club here. And, I mean, you can just iterate and move so much faster. So I, I really like what he's doing with this game. I think Fight Club has a lot more potential right now. Uh, and, and like we were saying, you know, it, it the skill aspect is there. And now we just, uh, you know, let's, let's keep it going and we'll see how all these tools pan out. But I think, I think I, I'm... I am probably in the Fight Club camp as well, even though I haven't yet. To, I haven't played yet. Uh, I've looked over all the skills. I've looked over my heroes. I've watched some people's uh, game fights, and it's uh, it's got me, no doubt. Yeah, I, you know what I, I really like. Well, I, I, the one thing I would say that Duels has going for it is, you know, many video game players are inherently lazy. Um, and so being able to, to click on the in-game solution, I think it, it's really streamlined. I know in the grant program, many people have asked for like almost like an in-game hyperlink that takes you to their off-chain or out-of-game solution, uh, which I think would be very helpful for something like this. Um, I'd love to some, someday see this navigate to something more like a full application instead of over Discord. Uh, maybe it's just me uh, as a primary mobile user. But I do find uh, the if there's any nits to pick uh, that the the mobile interface with Discord is just a little clunky um, to see everything on on screen at once. I don't know. Maybe it's just how stupid I am as well because I, I get a little confused easily. Um, but I, I've been having so much fun with it, 
And, you know, one thing that I guess I want to get your guys' thoughts on, I know you guys talked about this a little bit on Bogside Chats um, on the last podcast, so not trying to replay all the, the greatest hits, but I'm really excited about, you know, something like Fight Club. I, and I thought DFK Arena actually did this really well, where you can take gold out of the game and you, you can essentially utilize that token in some way. Uh, now, that was a blockchain game. I don't know if this would work with some kind of centralized game um, that wouldn't be creating more of a token or you'd have to have you know some kind of system in place. Um, but I think it was a really neat concept to take that token, gold, out of the game. You can earn that, um, and then you can put the gold back into the game if you'd like. And one thing that I really liked is it, you know, simplifies not having to mess around with hero stamina or hero experience or anything like that. And you can continue to level up your heroes in game um, and and in that way, keep it simplified um, and and just bet jewel or uh, bet gold outside of the game. What do you guys think of that? Yeah, um, you know, I was thinking about that a lot more after we uh, discussed it as a podcast and. It, it would be cool if it, you know, because you could have some kind of burn mechanism where there's an entry fee of gold to play and then some gets burned. Um, but I feel like it's tough to have kind of the prize uh, merit playing something like that. It would be cool if as part of a grant proposal, you can get kind of a lump sum of, of gold or of, you know, maybe not jewel, but uh, to use as kind of a prize pool or to help yeah. Tylus, you know, get there. I like that. Guy Kid, what are your thoughts? Yeah, because it's the only way to be able to to win gold is to risk gold as well. So it's right now, and any kind of reward system needs to be entirely generated by the player base. Unless we are able... I, I think the raffle system, the really interesting thing with DFK Duels is the potential of the raffle system. If that can be incorporated into third-party games... I think we could see a lot of interesting raffles and prize pools built off of that, of basically being able to generate tickets through all these applications. So imagine if there's 15 or 20 different mini games that you can choose from that can all award different levels of raffle tickets. And to, Fran- to bridge that into Franz's point too, if, um, if a lot of the prize money's generated through grants as well, it's a way to just get that incorporated into the ecosystem of DFK yeah. as a whole. Yeah, and I'm I'm definitely uh, not a, a economist by any stretch, and I don't pretend to fully understand how the the token economics work. But I think there, anyways, I'll I'll give my thoughts. Anyways, you know, um, I think there's two things that we hope a you know a, a system, a combat system needs for the game to be sustainable in the future. I mean, the first is the the burning mechanism that that you mentioned, Franz, and I think a second really important one is. Um, I remember you said this to me, Nindorf, is there have to be winners and there have to be losers. And by that, there also has to be something fun that is triggering people's competitive nerves and, you know, getting them to want to actually invest in playing the game or be willing to risk some kind of token that is tied to a, you know, a real life dollar value, uh, whether that's gold or whether that's jewel. But I think that's just as important, maybe even more important than the burning mechanism, uh, because the burning mechanism is really important when you're in a period of inflation where, uh, you know, you are increasing the supply of the number of tokens available. But once that stabilizes, you don't really need that that burning mechanism as much anymore. 
you really need the, uh, the 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 part of the tokenomics is just people wanting to invest their actual money into playing this in real life. You know, I think back to you know like a game like Clash of Clans where I spent probably way too much real life time and money in it. Um, and you get no money out of that. You know, it, you, there's no reward for playing beyond, you know, you just really enjoy beating up on other people. Um, and, it, and especially that clan element of your clan beating up on other people. And so I think if they can they can tap into that feature of our minds where you, you want to pay to play a video game, I think that that's going to open up a lot of opportunities to, to stabilize the token. I think that's why a lot of people have ended up in this space too of like why there is a player base that's itching for 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 crypto games to really take off because they see what they're investing in various video games whether it's wow whether it's clash of clans mm-hmm. whether it's uh, rise of kingdoms that france and i played but it's uh it's crazy to see the amount of money you can sink into a video game just for like you mentioned that competitive edge yeah it's it's absolutely wild all right well um Let's go ahead and, and jump over into uh, Fight Club. And so I'm, I'm jumping over into g- general chat here. And I'm going to first go to their game info page. And so Tyler Durness and I, is I, the main only developer. Um, I've joked and I, you know, I'm actually not certain um, there's another guy that's helping him do testing, Conix, and I said, I think one of these guys is Tyler Durden, and the other one, or one's Brad Pitt, and the other one is Edward Norton. Um, but they might actually really both be Edward Norton, so um, <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Anyways, um, with the game info, some great infographics, what I'm going to bring up first on the screen here and try to zoom in a lot so our YouTube viewers can take a peek at this. Um, but we have the the classes of heroes, and we have their, you know, kind of, I would call it flavor text of what that hero is, you know, styled to be, the, the kind of combat they're performing. Um, and then you have the skills, then on the right-hand side, each hero has two skills if they're implemented in the game. I believe the, the red skills are not implemented yet. But there's a little number uh, next to the image of the skill, and that's the the amount of charge, which is like your your energy charge. Think like um, Street Fighter or something like that, uh, or like a Dragon Ball Z combat system. Um, and then you have the the text of of what that skill does. So uh, maybe friends, let's start with you. Um, what is you know as you're kind of going through and, and looking at at the different heroes. Um, what's the hero that stuck out to you the most that is your your go-to or your your favorite right now yeah um there are a lot that i haven't really tried yet because i don't have the hero um but i'm really interested in Uh, like a pirate for example i love the mechanic of being able to deal damage and switch positions i've been trying to think of a few different ways that i could use that well with like maybe pushing him back to get a paladin into the front row um or you know get a tanky creature in front um but i've mostly been sticking with uh warriors and archers i love the idea of being able to hit the back rows yeah with so the, uh, yeah. yeah let's go through that the archer has their full draw capability deal 110 damage to the enemy back line right now with the current level that our heroes are at 110 damage is a lot 
that's usually, you know, like what, one-fifth, one-sixth of most, most health bars? Yeah. Yeah, so how is that? Have you been, you know, sniping off that squishy back row then? Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. It's usually in the back row is the, the guy that doesn't have a lot of health to start with. Um, I think it, it's tough to get more than one off because I feel like, especially after the first time you use it, it's people are kind of watching that charge bar with the uh they're ready to interrupt interrupt yeah Yeah. um so let's but yeah just let's take a pause there real quick sorry to interrupt and you know maybe guy kid walk me through the fight club turns i have that imagery up now um so let's do a little bit of explaining of you know both the the turn priorities and then maybe the uh the the physical makeup where you have a front line a mid line and a back line hero so to start with the second part of that, you've got a frontline, a midline, and a backline hero. The backline hero, you really want to think of that guy as sitting in reserve. Only the front two guys can utilize their abilities. So the backline guy is really out of play of like imagine your WWE wrestling match of like he's completely outside the arena. He can't do anything. Um, but your fr- your frontline guy does his basic attacks. The midline guy has the ability to use his abilities. And so from a priority perspective of you basically have a turn where you have, you've got three options you can pick from. You can utilize an ability, you can fierce attack, or you can interrupt. So what fierce attack is, is you've got normal hits that you can do. Fierce attack adds a bonus into your normal attack. So rather than doing, say, 50 damage, you do 75 damage just doing your fierce fierce attack. What your abilities are is that chat that Raph just went through of showing all the different abilities that you have. That really adds a lot of player choice from a hero class perspective that you can choose from. So you've got mages that can cast... You've got paladins and priests that can heal. Um, you've got archers that can attack backline in front of, in front of instead of your your frontline guys. But then the last choice you have is you have an interrupted uh, uh, choice that you can basically choose to interrupt one of the heroes of your opponent. Basically, you're waging on them utilizing an ability. That's why we talked about the charge bar as well. So if you think um, their charge bar went up and you think that archer is going to backline shot, you can choose to interrupt that archer's move. And then what you'll actually do is you'll get a bunch of energy and charge bar on your side and your opponent's ability will not be used. It becomes a moot point and a waste of a turn if, uh, if you pick the wrong hero or um, you interrupt the wrong hero. But that's kind of the order of operations is interrupt gets chosen first and then abilities go and then normal attacks go. All right. So sorry, I got to interrupt here for a second. Um, Mean machine is cracking me up on, on YouTube chat. <laughs> um, he, so he asked a question uh, to follow up on, on Fran's intro here. He said, Franz, if you had to pick three heroes for your A team, who would they be and where would you place them? And the first thought that went through my head is, wow, what a thoughtful question. This is really great that our YouTubers are, are this engaged. Like, this is wonderful. And then I realized uh, we are planning a, a fight night this Thursday, and Mean Machine and France are, are facing off. 
Um, so, but uh, you sniffed that out right away uh, with your reply. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna be using all level three thieves tonight. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to, to throw them off the chase. That's yeah. that's great. All right, but yeah, guy kid. Um, but on the interrupt front, it feels it is like a little rock paper scissory where you know if if you can time your interrupts just right and you can anticipate what they're doing it it beefs up you gain what like a full meter of charge um and it stops their skill from working there's no like cooldown on interrupts right now but it is a bit of a guessing game because either the the front line or the the midline can use their skills or um they could be switching heroes which that would also block and so um it's it's a it's a bit of a kind of a, a gamble or you know uh, based on you know your your gut instinct of what you you think that they're going to do so trying to you know a, a bit of game theory you're getting in your opponent's uh mind trying to figure out what they're going to do uh Nindorf, i know you haven't played yet so what do you think about the the interrupt feature you know someone who hasn't used it yet uh, what are your thoughts with, with that yeah I, I think that's a I really love the feature, honestly, because it gives you a sort of a universal ability that all heroes kind of have. So you kind of tie some of them together because those other abilities are very diverse, right? It's like interrupt is kind of like, I don't know, I, I like that concept that, you know, there's someone focusing. I mean, in a lot of movies or books or games that have magical heroes or, or characters, you know, there's that that concept, of, you know, there's focus. I'm going to build this really big fireball right i gotta think about it yeah i think it, it just it really makes it gives you the feel that it jives with all the lore and all that sort of stuff that i've had in my history and so i think i really love the interrupt i i think it is very uh critical to make it so that it's not uh i, I like that it's it's um it has a bonus that's really well thought out in my opinion that if you actually successfully interrupt you also get bonus as opposed to them just getting stopped and then you having no gain. So right. I, I don't know. Well done, in my opinion. Yeah, it's that kind of the high risk, high reward kind of situation. And they exactly. could always end up using their fierce attack and just starting to blow you out, um, which France did to me when, when we battled uh, last night. So um let's go down franz you like the the pirate um a quick comment there i've actually been playtesting pirate uh today a little bit over the lunch hour um i really like the plunder skill um stealing the stat from the enemy front line and so you either steal 20 percent of their attack 20 percent of their damage or 20 percent of their speed which i'm gonna go ahead and get to that section here next with the infographic um so you have health damage speed and charge and i i really like the the elegance of the simplicity here uh that i sometimes i call him joseph because that's his real name that he said to us in, in podcast uh tyler durdenis brad pitt joseph whatever you want to call him uh really well done you know he took the stats the eight stats that you have on the hero card and you know try to simplify that a little more and I also like how it allows, you know, different heroes to have niches based on, like, the combination of stats. And so health is a combination of your DFK health plus your endurance on your hero. And so I think that really favors, you know, paladins 
you know, knights and, you know, maybe even to a certain extent dragoons. Damage is a combination of strength plus dexterity plus intelligence divided by two plus luck divided by two. Um, speed, who goes first, is agility plus dexterity plus luck divided by two. Um, and then charge is how much meter is being generated each turn, and that's your intelligence plus your wisdom. So I thought that was a, a really clever way to incorporate your eight stats, but at the same time, you know, make the combat a little more uh, manageable in your mind as you're going through turn by turn, trying to figure out how how you're going to assess how much you could be doing to your opponent. Um, so anyways, I going back to the pirate, uh, you have the ability to steal 20% of a random stat from the enemy front line. So I actually have had a pirate midline has been the strategy that I've been going with and trying to have a, a beefy, tankier character, a knight in the front line. Um, and actually my knight is a knight monk. And so the, the threat of meditate with, that the monk has is, is pretty strong. And then the, the threat of plunder is actually pretty good as well. So... Uh, Guy Kid, I know you've been doing a lot of the, the cat and mouse game. Maybe first off, explain to us how OP do you feel the monk is in our current meta game? Um, and then I know you've played Pokemon in, in your past life, or I believe you said you you have. Um, give us your thoughts on the the skills that build stats, like you know Plunder, for example. And do you think that you can build up a a sweeper style hero on your team? Yeah, it's. Uh, I thought you were going to ask me the same question you asked for Anne's, and I was going to be like, "Yeah, monks, hundred percent." You stole my thunder a little bit. <laughs> this, this, this Kai blast or key blast, whichever it is, is. I mean, think of three hundred damage. Go, everyone, go through. Look at your heroes and look at how many heroes don't even have three hundred health points. Um, so that's like a complete drain of your ability bar because if you you can't you might not be able to see it in the infographic but you need three meters to be able to use that kai blast um so that's like a really really big hit that the most depressing thing that can ever happen to you is if that gets interrupted um but c9n actually has a team now that he's rolling out or i don't know if i should split oh i'm playing him so i can say this um he, he's yeah, thinking spoil, of rolling spoil all, <laughs> yeah he's thinking of rolling an all monk team where you got to basically play uh russian roulette with your kai blast of who you're going to interrupt but so uh the monks are awesome because they also have that meditate from a meter perspective where you can start building up and uh really get your your meter going of there is natural charge that happens every single turn but yeah that meditate on top of it that can compound really fast yeah, but to answer your other question too of what's really interesting about this that i've been looking at of like one of my heroes that i want to be good that isn't quite there yet is the dark knights of being able to utilize your dark pact of like basically having a charge built up and really mm -hmm. have a dark knight that's all of a sudden hitting for like two times or three times a normal attack um, because you've built up his dark pack so much that he's just hitting like a truck. Uh, so like sounds good in theory, but it's just like not quite there from it from an implementation perspective because you almost need to start with your dark knight in the middle to give him enough runway to build that up. Um, but like, I, yeah, I would love to see 
being able between the pirate and the dark knight being able to build up those basic stat stat pools and abilities to to really have your basic attack do a lot of damage yeah i I really love the concept of like the the sweeper in in pokemon if anyone's familiar with that game uh turn-based like this as well and uh, the concept of sweeping kind of starts with first stat boosting some hero whether it's uh passing on your stat boost to the next hero or you know out maneuvering your opponent where you get a free turn or two um you know using using a move taking taking the time to use a move that boosts your stats and then if you survive that you know kind of that sacrifice or that you know trying to gain that positional advantage then your hero will become strong enough to sweep the rest of the board um and many times you know if you set up a sweeper the right way you might end up going you know your one last hero versus all of their three heroes in this case um well, at least that's kind of the the format of how it went in Pokemon, um, and so it was it, it, again. It was like this huge, you know, payoff style strategy where you might have to sacrifice quite a quite a lot uh, to end up positioning yourself the right way. So, I like the idea. I think Dark Pact is exactly that. You know, it deals damage to your own allies to boost your damage, charge, and speed on on your Dark Knight. I think that's just you know a really clever mechanism. Um, so I, I'm pretty excited about that. Did, did you see it did get a buff today too yes i did i'm, I'm really excited to try that out and right here it says deal 30 damage and then gain 20 percent. is it deal 50 damage to your other allies and gain 50 percent? did i read that right it, it deal 65 and gain 50 percent. oh Whew. that's a lot so, yeah, it is I, it, but i think that's something that and i think this goes into the sweeper uh kind of role that you were talking about as well it's going to be interesting looking at this game in another 10 levels of growth for all mm-hmm. of our heroes another 15 levels of growth you know because you'll have that added hp to be able to really keep buffing them up and not be worried about dying after you know five turns yeah yeah i'm curious if he's going to have to do some kind of um scaling to the, some of the damage here you know if it's like a base damage amount and then also you know some other added value with your your typical da- typical damage deal yeah, it, it would be cool if he added in, and this is something that I mentioned to him, um, add in some kind of stat effect to the skills, because I uh, I was playing someone who had a priest with an archer sub, and it just felt weird to me that their aimed shot from the priest did the same as mine does from an archer. Hmm. You know, I feel like the, the strength and deck should incorporate into that a little bit. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that's exactly what i was kind of hoping for um you know where you could get some of those stats playing playing into that outside of just the base damage um yeah i i I like that as well well um nindorf do you want to try to queue up a game and uh we can uh maybe watch it uh i have like i said i'm not able to at the moment configure my heroes so we Uh, might have to swap somebody Um, do you want to give it a shot or friends i would i guess i have a question after listening to you guys and then yeah. reading this over when it's talking about you know modifying the speed uh you know someone says you know and it damages the speed is that is that purely just to base so every set of turns the who goes first changes based on that speed is that correct if it modifies the speed yes yes it would okay 
Okay, I was just curious because I like I was looking at you know like Wizard for example. Yeah. And you know the ice blast is like decreasing enemy speed by ten. I was like, well, okay, how much is ten? Is ten a lot? Is it a little? And then you got to kind of go back to that other chart, I suppose. Uh, and ten's actually probably kind of a lot. Yeah, it's a it's a fair amount. I think that could it could neutralize the the speed of that that frontline hero pretty quickly. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, one of you guys want to try to queue up a battle? Yeah, so it looks like uh, Guy Kid sent me an invite. So we're uh, we're waiting in battle room B. All right, excellent. Mean Machine, please uh, turn off the stream at this time. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you did not adjust your, your lineup, huh? I didn't. All you right. got the A team for me, huh? Uh-huh. All right, so here we are. I'm going to kind of ask you guys to maybe pause for a moment here. Yeah, um, we'll go slow. So team one, the layout here for our for our watchers, uh, we're showing Guy Kid's team, his frontline hero mid and backline hero. I think one suggestion that I'll give uh, Tylus at some point is maybe putting the hero IDs in here. Um, I found as I'm trying to do some like number checks and understand the mechanics of the game, um, it's really hard to try to trace who a hero is just by their attribute data. Uh, it could take some time for that. Um, so we have in the the front line here for Guy Kid, we have a paladin, um, and then with heal as a secondary skill, I'm guessing that's a, a priest, paladin priest. Is that right? You got it. And then midline, we have a, a pirate. I, I like this. I like the plunder in the midline. So again, the plunder skill it allows you to uh, steal 20% of the frontline hero stat. Um, so you're going for exactly what I had in mind, which is you know have a really beefy tanky character in the front um and then your you know your your pirate stealing stats uh, in the midline and then closing it out your closer here is a, a warrior wizard it looks like i really like cleave um that's been a fun ability so far feels pretty powerful that does 70 damage to both the front line and the midline um, last stand you gain uh, you gain damage based on your health lost, and then Ice Blast, we went over that just a moment ago. So then Team 2, Franz's team, uh, Mean Machine, Earmuffs here. Uh, front line, we have uh, Jempion Wood Blaster, that is a, a, a warrior pirate. All right, then midline, uh, we have, we got a full-on archer, and that's Archer Archer. And, you know, to, to your point of uh, that you said earlier, Franz, you know, I'd also kind of wish that, you know, uh, characters that have that, um, I guess in, in this sense, pure, uh, not, you know, recessive traits, but if your, your primary and your secondary class are the same uh, hero type, in this game, it's kind of a, a little bit of a wasted skill. Um, yeah. It'd be nice to see, like, a supercharged aim shot. Um, like, that, that to me would be really neat. Yeah, and, that'd be great. Uh, I'm sure you're all for it with the with the archer love. Yep. Um, and then the back line closing out, we have a, a warrior ninja. Ninja caltrops have not been implemented yet, um, so you just have a, a tough warrior here in the back line. All right, so for action one, uh, you guys went ahead and and battled, so we can either watch the video. They were just uh, fierce attacks. It timed out on us. So. Oh, okay. So fierce attacks. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, so uh, now you guys have the choice. We as kind of viewers, if you're watching this, 
you see a little bit of the the action choices uh, but then you get to see when they're actually playing there's the grayed out text here for those of you watching on video and if you click on that grayed out text it will actually give you an explanation of what happens um, so we got a two interrupts going on so it's it's a little bit of a battle of the mind game here um, and then you guys each go with your attacks looking at this we see that um, you know, you're dealing 42 damage compared to 47 damage. Um, so Fran's dealing, dealing a little more damage here. And then also, I mean, quite a bit more charge meter, um, that you're earning, uh, guy kid. All right. So turn three, we're going to check this out. Another team two, I'm going to have to, you guys are going to have to remind me, uh, who's team two. Um, that's Fran's, right. Um, yeah, so Franz, you did an interrupt. Yeah, and I think and... We're, we're going a little too fast. We could slow it okay. down for you. And Kid did a fierce attack. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> Nindorf, as you're kind of watching this and kind of getting getting the hang for the cadence, um, what, what are your initial thoughts about this kind of turn-style combat? Yeah, I think it's great. I think, it. you know, again, this is something you can do in Discord, but... And I love to see the dynamic here because you're just not going to be able to do something quite like this. The cat and mouse that is on blockchain, you're going to get that, you know, uh, let me set it up in advance, configure up those rules maybe, and then let it play out. So this is this is great because this is that live action, you know, that live turn-by-turn -turn cat and mouse game. I think it's great. I would actually be curious to hear your guys' thoughts. Like, we've tried talking about it, but none of us have enough experience on the blockchain itself. Of How much of a game do you think needs to be truly on a blockchain versus would, like, almost like an Axie Infinity type style of does it make sense to have some assets off on chain and then gameplay off chain? Or what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I, I've thought a lot about this, honestly. Um, and it seems to me that the DFK team is, is kind of going the purist approach, right? Where they want to be the blockchain purist, where everything lives on chain, all actions are on chain. But there's definitely a market for uh, the space in between. You could easily have a match like this set up um, ahead of time and you play it out on a centralized server. Uh, and then the result just gets uploaded in a single transaction kind of the the winner and the loser and maybe some you know any exchange of tokens and whatnot so i think there's you know, that would be you know the far left and the far right of the extremes uh i i personally think there's a lot more games that are going to be a little bit more server centric uh that are going to be a more triple a style game where there's a lot better graphics you know a lot more happening maybe even first person kind of things possibly um and your DFK style, where it's all pure chain, is going to have to be very slow, very cadence and methodical, or all pre predefined. It's just too slow. Even on a fast blockchain like Harmony, you know, you just don't know if the other person's going to go away or you know, timeouts. And it, yeah, it's just kind of painful, honestly. Yeah, I, I really don't, to second what you're saying, and you know, I've thought about it probably a lot less than, than you have, um, you know, not having that programmer background, but. I really like that there is a place for a centralized style game. Um, you know, I, I feel like that's, I, I feel like it's okay. And, you know, like you're still using these 
um, these NFTs that, you know, you're building on the blockchain and, you know, you're just taking them for like a bit of a detour off the blockchain to go party in this game atmosphere. So I think that's, uh, that's, that's pretty neat. All right, so in turn five, uh, we got some nice little cat and mouse going on here. Um, we nice we had uh, yeah a nice interrupt here by Guy Kid, stopping the full draw. The full draw would have been the 110 damage to the back line, um, and that was interrupted. So you know, great you know double bonus, not getting attacked, and then also gaining that charge. All right, so turn six is playing out now. All right, team two, uh, Franz is interrupting. We, Guy we know each other too well. It's painful. Front line. Uh, <laughs> and it's retribution. And retribution is a, a skill for it. Why don't you go ahead and um, – I'm not that familiar with it. I know it hurts yeah. a lot. Uh, so so Kid, you deal damage based on how much health you're missing. So my uh, half paladin's at about half health right now. Mm -hmm. um, so he would do – 130 150 damage because it's nice. missing hp divided by two nice but of course franz read me like a book and interrupted it oh nice yeah that's that's awesome and then franz uh using that that interrupt then just uses a and then both heroes end up using a basic attack exactly Every every turn ends with both both heroes doing a basic attack. I like that. It it really keeps the game you know moving along. I think without that you you'd kind of stall out and you'd see games going you know fifteen thirty minutes something like that. All right, so now we have uh, cleave going on, and so that's again this uh, seventy damage to the the front and midline a hundred hundred meter, and then a fierce attack. Ooh, 76 damage with that fierce attack from the paladin. So that's that's pretty strong. Skipping to the end of the video. Um, so that paladin is at less than, you know, 125%. And the warrior's at a little above 25%. Uh, the paladin right now has two and a half bars of charge. Retribution is, is that two? I think it's two, yeah. It is, yeah. All right, so Team 2 interrupts the front line, and it was a fierce attack. And so you, you read that interrupt uh, that was that was coming your way, Guy Kid. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, this is where it's tough against some of these heroes that have these, like, real whopper of attacks. Like, I, I feel like at this point, I have to just try to bleed him out while interrupting. Because right. for a paladin to get off the retribution with this low of HP, it would like just end you. Yeah. So you're kind of taking it because he has that charge meter built up, and you have to count. You have to kind of play damage control or damage mitigation almost, where you're stopping the worst of the attacks. Um, and it is nice that you're um, you're attacking first, right? Or no, you are attacking second. Oh, no, you are attacking first. No, I'm first. Yeah, the, the other good thing about interrupting front, though, where you're trying to kind of stave off this kind of this kind of move yeah. is he can't move him out either because the interrupt affects the swap. It, it does stop that. All right, so now we have a, a pretty – I you know, I like this setup. It's, it's a – you know, I, I like playing the game Connect 4 with my kids. Um, 
and you know you can in connect four you can threaten you know two spots at once and i think this is the exact thing that happened here where the paladin um the retribution is is pretty real um and so you went ahead and used uh, a plunder with the the midline um, and so when the interrupt came through on the front line the plunder from the pirate ended up going through and you end up um gaining what what did that do or no did you do, oh you use cannon cannon plunder. Barrage, not plunder sorry yeah the cannon barrage so it does damage which is uh-huh. nice and then it, and then it knocks me back too okay. so i'm able to get my warrior who's got more hp than my pirate to the front okay. line yeah and i pretty much knew he was interrupting the paladin so it's a way for me to sneak in a little more damage as well yeah, being able to switch that warrior to the front, anticipating the paladin's death—that that was a nice move. Right, right. All right, so turn ten is calculating. All right, so you guys are both—you're running pretty even right now, um, with the I would say the the advantage going to, to the charge bar for Guy Kid here. All right, so then we get another positional swap. Swap positions. Using cleave. All right. That cleave is pretty powerful. And you can see how squishy that archer. Is that an archer? That's in the back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, archer. Ooh, that's a beefy warrior, too. How much health does he have? Wow. 68 damage did. Not that much. He's got to get him out. Yeah, he's up there. My PJ warrior. All right. Well, we can we can speed this up a little bit now. All right. So we're now doing fierce attacks, and when you both do fierce attacks, each team generates more charge meter. Um, again, I, I think a nice little way to um, speed up the the pace of play, um, and and a bit of almost like game theory, where if both people use the fierce attack, you know, you you both gain uh, the the charge meters, an extra fifty per team yeah if everyone's playing passive it just accelerates the game pace which is good yeah i am noticing that there's a lot of a lot of little nuances that are well thought out on this where it is it's meant to like you said it's meant to keep things moving forward it's meant to not stall and it's also meant to be cat and mouse like i, I i'm i'm getting more and more impressed as i watch this so as we're going into turn 12 here Nindorf. Um, you know, they two and a half charge meter, two charge meter. I think let's do a little bit of prediction time. Um, you know, the warriors could use they could each use cleave, which would do damage to the front and the back. Um, the pirate could use plunder to try to build up a, a sweeper for guy kid. Um, also the the archer could start you know using maybe a full draw to work down the the pirate's HP. Um, I think. Right now, I'd give the edge a little bit to Guy Kid because his frontline warrior is just so strong yeah, and has so much health. Yeah, he's packing a real heavy punch. All right, so you, turn. You, Go ahead. You made a good point too. I forgot that uh, they updated the full draw to make it the furthest most hero, not just the back line. I was thinking of the full draw as being out of my. Uh, yeah. Not able to use it at this point, but that's good. So interrupt. Um, and you ended up using cleave there, there guy kid, right? 
Uh, so Franz actually or Fran, used Franz, to leave. Franz used to leave. Sorry. And this is like, you know the right chess move to make. And I thought he knew I was going to make that move. So I tried a different move thinking mm-hmm. like, all right, he knows I'm going to interrupt his warrior. So he's going to use the archer skill rather than the warrior skill. So I'm actually going to interrupt his archer, not the warrior, but he just cleaved me and it hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that... <laughs> That was uh, that was well played, and you know might be some of the the catch up uh, that Franz really needs to get back into this one. So all right, so now th- turn thirteen is playing out. Uh, Nindorf, I'm not going to click the spoiler here. So I'm okay. seeing the the pirate. You know we need to see some yeah, action so, from the pirate. So did that? Maybe it didn't get updated. The full draw. No, it looks like it didn't get updated. No damage yeah, there. That was a whiff. Oh, that's gonna hurt. Ah. So he used the full draw. Tyler, where are you at? <laughs> or Tylus. Yeah, he just chimed in the uh, chat to let us know. Oh. <laughs> now late. I have an excuse for the fact that I was going to lose anyway, so right. I'm, I'm kind of yeah. happy with that. <laughs> yeah, that uh. cleave. Ooh, that hurts. So the pirate, the, the, the skill he uses that can shoot him back a row, if he's already in the back in this case, I assume he just stays stays where he's at. That's right. Exactly. All right. Okay. And something that, like, so I, what's interesting uh, with the turn order is that skills will go first regardless of speed. And so if you click Fierce Attack and they use a skill, um, their skill will go first. And so one of the things that I ended up doing is I was actually, I was faster, my pirate was faster because he had used a couple plunders. And... And yet we we came down a battle that I was playing over lunch and we came down to it it looked like the last hit was going to kill and to win. And I ended up using the um, the uh, the the pushback skill because I needed my attack to go first. And if I would have just used a fierce attack, um, their their skill potentially would have gone first. um, And I could have lost. So that was kind of some some of the the thought process in my head. Yeah, you got to think of that. That's true. You got to keep that in mind that the, it's not only uh, turn order, it's also the type of move that figures yeah. in. I, I like it. Yeah. Well, um, well played here to Guy Kid, bragging rights. Um, I kind of call on this game right now. What are your thoughts? Well, that fierce attack hurt a little bit. It's not quite over yet. No, yeah, I, didn't, it, I think it's still over, but I didn't expect to take his warrior down there. Yeah. Well, surprised by that. That was that was a heavy attack for sure. Yeah, feeling pretty. Confident. I think three heroes, three v three is absolutely perfect for this game. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of what I don't know. At least Raph and I, we've been kind of hoping for three v three. You know, from the get go, as we kind of tried to talk combat you know, from the beginning of our podcasting here for DFK. And I think this is, this is very impressive. You know, I'm as a holder of a lot of summoners or sages, I'm interested to see how those pan out. I think that's another reason I haven't really jumped in yet is because like some of my best heroes, actually two of my, my two best heroes are summoner and sage. And so it's, you know, I, I kind of got to reach a little deeper into my hero list um, so this is just going to get better and better and more balanced, I, I suspect. All right, so you used, the, you used the cannon barrage uh, 
just to make sure his fierce attacks were scaring me oh yeah i don't i don't blame (laughs) you so again that's uh, that's exactly what i just described where um you know that that skill came in first um just to make sure you're you know i i would love to see i don't know maybe not critical hits what do you guys think how do you feel about critical hits well, in games? Or, or what if what if um your if your speed is so much higher maybe your attack could go before the skill like a tipping point mm. i like that a lot or like I, a ninja I, that's got a ton of agility right he should almost go first no matter what's happening or maybe if if you did select fierce attack that would essentially put a, your attack at the same priority tier as the skill um, as an ability I as, like an, that. as an ability I, I either way i think there's and i i really like how tylus slash joseph slash brad pitt um <laughs> has you know just reacted so quickly to to some of the feedback you know um like you said earlier friends you know he updated some patch notes uh, recently today so it you know he put in a, a fix for that and he put in um an aoe skill fix and so it's you know if there's a bug or a glitch it's like you have to live with it for like a, an hour before he updates it so um I, I think that's pretty awesome all right well we wanted to go to let's let's go ahead and end the stream with a a tier list um and so uh, I have here, you know, Tier Maker up, and this is something that's near and dear to my heart. I've been really looking forward to this, um, wanting to to build tiers for a long time with, with combat. Um, so first thing that we can do is we can take Sages, and I don't know if you guys can see this on screen, but this, I have a fat little Sage. Um, yeah, it looks good, yep. <laughs> and it, Summoners, it and we can go ahead and, and pull those out because they're not in the game yet. Um, am I missing? Are there dread knights are not in the dread game knights, yet either? Yeah. Yeah. Ninjas have abilities, but they're not implemented yet. So, so we, could a C? Theory, we could theory craft based on how we feel these abilities will be. Yeah, let's. Um, we'll kind of place him. I'll, I'll slot him in C, and then let's kind of let's go ninja first. Then, um, so the the abilities with the with the ninja. Let's go ahead and dive into that here real quick. All right, so the ninja's abilities. Um, the first one is down the bottom there. Yep, Caltrops, right? Caltrops. Um, so this is a little bit like what's it called? Stealth rocks in Pokemon, where when you're switching enemies, um, whenever they swap to the front line, they would get damaged. Um, and so you know something like a a knight that could pair well with. And the knight has shield slam, where they force the enemy front and midline to swap. Or it could be something where, you know, it discourages a pirate from being in the front line. So when he moves back and the the next hero moves in, um, that they would they would take some damage. What do you guys think about this ability? Yeah, I love that. Um, and it also has a lot of confluence with his other ability, Vendetta, because whenever the what does it say the enemy with the least hp is pulled to the front then deal 30 damage so would that would that kind of stack with caltrops i would i would assume yeah right yeah yeah you place one and then use the other if you're able to i mean that could really be devastating so think of when people are trying to pull their low hp heroes from the front and the strategy right now is just to interrupt 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 
so that they can't pull their low HP front guy. But the ninja goes a completely different route um, where you almost want to encourage that guy to pull the low HP from the front because uh -huh. then they're going to get hit with this call traps move. And then you can follow up with Vendetta right after that. So I really like that. You can pull that low HP guy back to the front. So I'm... But we think he's going to be up. Once it's implemented, we feel like he's probably going to raise through the ranks, right? Is that what yeah. I'm hearing? Definitely. Let's place him where we think he's going to end up, um, since we know so much about his skills right now. I mean, to me, that's got to be... That's probably A tier. I like that he has the ability to stand on his own. You know, he, he can set up and, and go on his own. He doesn't need this an, another uh, hero to combo with. I, I think that's really powerful. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go Archer next. Let's go left to right here, Franz. Lead us away with, with where you think the Archer's at. Yeah. So, and, and maybe this is my bias showing, as you guys just saw my uh, my lineup, but I, I think Archers are S tier. Um, I think they're up there with Warriors and maybe Ninja, now that we were talking about them more eventually. But more less about the abilities and more about the way that the attack formula is. Dexterity is given the same weight as strength. So that's I was that's why I run two warriors along with my archer, because it's I'm just getting that much more firepower from, you know, a hero that's heavy in both those stats. Hmm. So are you using a lot of regular attacks or fierce attacks with your archer? Uh, that's a good point, I guess. I'm not, I wasn't thinking about it that way. I, I really don't because it's in the back line. I was just thinking strength is yeah. kind of an well, overarching I mean, thing. Still, but, eventually, yeah. they'll make it to the front line, so that is nice to you know be punching hard. I, I like that full draw. Uh, 110, that is some of the highest. I mean, um, you know, not it's not Kai Blast, but it's, you know, for, for one uh that's you know for one charge bar that is some of your most efficient damage that you're going to have because if you look at kai blast um you know that's a, a hundred per per one charge bar this is 110 per one charge bar so you know this or you know maybe the paladins retribution um are, are probably some of the most damage that you'll do per per charge bar i'd agree s tier guy kid you've had to face off against it um it are you absolutely, you know, does it scare you when you see it? Um, I think it's maybe, I don't think it's quite at the monk and paladin level, not to spoil my S tier. Okay. Um, but just, just watching Franz in that last battle of, I thought I had it in the bag and then his archer just fierce attacking me to his point about how the, the basic damage is calculated does, does make it a contender for an S tier. So, Nindorf, I'll call you the tiebreaker between these two. S or A tier? Uh, I, given the battle we just saw, I think I think it belongs at the top at the moment. And then I think, you know, once you get the rest of these heroes placed, if one of these categories has too many heroes, we could, you know, that's where you kind of got to revisit your tiers. Okay. All right, let's go to, to Dark Knight next. And none of us have been able to play with the, the new patch update yet. Um Honestly, before the patch, Guy Kid, I think I would have had Dark Knight down at C tier. I was so disappointed with, you know, his, his ability, and I felt like I, I had games where I had two dark packs that I got off, um, and he 
just punched like a wet noodle right afterwards. <laughs> I I don't I you know to the point where I actually wrote something to to Joseph saying to Brad Pitt saying um, you know it, are, is this calculating the right way? And then I would say actually like de- decaying blade. This I guys can't tell I've been waiting to get some of this off my chest. Um, decaying blade you know i also found that like reducing the enemy's charge by 25 percent um it really doesn't make that big of an impact like maybe if you reduced and again the charge is like how much that they build up every turn not the the charge meter itself i think it'd be really neat if this was instead reducing the charge meter instead of reducing their charging Oh, actually, like basically counter a meditate and like them thinking oh, yeah. that they're just over that third energy tier and now they're back down to two. Uh, so yeah. that's what I thought it did. I, I don't use a Dark Knight, but now that I'm hearing you read this, I'm realizing it wasn't what I thought. So I, that's yeah. what when I first saw right. it, that's what I hoped it did. And then I was, you know, sadly mistaken when it did not. <laughs> All right, but now we, if we're forward projecting the monk, we need to, or excuse me, the ninja, we need to forward project the dark knight. Um, you said 65 damage to each uh, ally and then 50% increase to damage, charge, and speed. So if you get off two of these, you would, I mean, your guys, your allies would be pretty close to dead, but um, you would double your damage, charge, and speed. Wow. I think it moves it. It's got to move it. If, if I was right with the C tier, it's got to move it out of C tier. I would but, tend to agree. Yeah. But we also need it's hard someone to... in the C tier is the problem. Yeah. Good point. And that's the thing of like, I, go up a few I, I, I kind of love everyone. Um, I, th- I think that the patch will bump them from C to B. And that's okay. the whole point of patches and balances, right? Oh, yeah is you create this tier list and then you basically have a tier list by season of like uh-huh. hey this current season and the ability is based on how the, how they're matched up um the dark knights a c list uh, a c tier for the first line of abilities but then you maybe you get overcompensated at some point and to what you were saying with the dark pack of like all of a sudden if you're your dark knights hitting 2x every single turn he might go jump up a couple of ranks real fast yeah all right so next we have dragoon leap attack is not in the game yet auto attack misses me this turn at the end of next turn move to front line and deal 45 damage that sounds Um, like so much fun that's a lot to think about man (laughs) it feels a lot like fly or dig in pokemon you know, where yes. you're kind of missing a turn. Um, I think it, yeah, it's, it's fascinating. So if you could, you, can you use this? I, I think I need some clarification from Brad Pitt. Um, can you use this uh, if you're in the front line already? And what happens if you do that? Um, well, and if you go you first, go ahead. Because, if if the auto attack misses, the auto attack hits front line, right? If you oh. if if your dragoon is in the front line, though, right. So I'm saying if you use this from the second line, yes, yeah. you would get 
the secondary, you know, the second okay. part of that. Got it. Where got it. And move to the front, but for, oh, to get the auto. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know. That's your skill. That if you have a, a really, really high HP hero, yikes. I mean, even a low HP hero, if you and at at one, I haven't used and I have a dragoon. Um, he's a low level, and he's in my other wallet. Um, I've been using a little bit of a tangent here. Gosh, I'm all over the place, guys. Um, <laughs> I've been using uh, the the Diffki, uh bot for for running my quests lately, and gosh, that is a time saver. So. I've been wanting to power level. Well, I haven't really been power leveling him, but uh, just auto questing him with that quest bot. Um, if you guys are under twenty heroes, it's free to use. Um, you know, we had uh, we had Thanos on a, a couple podcasts ago. I asked him point blank if his uh, if his questing bot because you have to give your private key, not your secret key for your whole wallet, but the private key for that specific wallet. Um, and I asked him if there was an order sixty six. He said that there was not. Um, so, you know, still use this at, at your own risk. Um, but I, I, I've been finding a, a ton of, you know, just time relief of not having to quest all the heroes. Yeah, I, I haven't taken the plunge, but I've been looking pretty hard at, yeah. uh, at Difki. Yeah. All right, so Dragoon, 40%. Gosh, I, reading through this and now playing more games, um, I might have to dust them off and use them. That seems like a great guy to have in your midline if you had some kind of monk building up a charge in the front line or a secondary monk in the front line. Uh, it really puts that kind of that dual pressure on. Or throw him in your back line with your pirate in your midline. Well, there you go. All right, so, but none of us have really used him. Are we putting him in B tier? I, I mean, I, I wouldn't put him in C tier. 40% seems really good, but I don't. With right. one skill being unimplemented, I can't really say A tier. Yeah, that's hard. All right, next we have Knight. All right, so we have defensive front line. Stonewall has not been implemented. Uh, your front line takes 50% less damage from auto attacks and cannot be pushed um, during this turn and the next turn. To be honest, I'd rather see, I'd really like to see this actually stretched out to maybe three turns this turn and the next two um and maybe have this take you know um an energy bar i i feel like this turn and next turn isn't a lot um i don't know what are your guys' thoughts i guess you can can you can continue to spam it if you want um yeah it, it kind of just to throw pokemon in there again like you've been doing uh it, it was reminding me at first of harden mm -hmm. um and I'd like to see it be something that's that lasts the length of the game, but maybe isn't quite as impactful as that fifty percent. Um, maybe something that you can like kind of build slowly. I like the concept of it. I just yeah, I don't know about the two turn thing and and how much mm -hmm. of a difference it makes. And then shield slam uh, forces the enemy front and midline to swap. I've used this a few times. I do have a knight. I I don't have a a good paladin um so i've been searching for someone tanky to put on my front line with some of my lineups um i really just haven't used shield slam um it's it doesn't feel like a great slot and 
thing. And also, my my knight has a, a monk as secondary, and so having meditate, um, I mean that's such a classier skill. Um, I just feel like knight is is not that strong right now. He might be. I would. I maybe put him C tier. Yeah, I think that's our first C. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, here he is, <laughs> the man. The myth. Just drop him in. The legend. <laughs> Throw him up in S tier. He's like first S tier too. Um, uh, I mean, we have C9N running a team of all monks right now, um, and until it's beaten, I, I think that th- I I think that's a legitimate strategy. I I actually do. Especially yeah, just a, uh, a tanky monk, right? Yeah, and you can. That's the unique thing about monks is you could you could have three monks and they could have three completely different builds you could have a vitality monk you could have a strength monk or you could have an agi monk yeah like what profession are they in which you know how have you been leveling them that makes a huge difference yeah the the secondary profession you could you could be running a monk wizard and then um you know you could deal 100 damage to all enemies and with meteor instead of using your kai blast um, and then all of a sudden you're putting interrupt pressure on at, you know, at three charge bars and at two charge bars as well. Um, you know, you could be running a, a monk and, you know, a warrior with cleave. And then you're putting pressure on at one charge bar and three charge bars. So that that meditate skill, I think monks as a secondary cl- class and monks as a primary class, they're just so darn good. All right. Enough said. Paladins, guy, kid, take away uh, your thoughts. You kind of spoiled it a little bit earlier. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, this, Paladin. this this retribution move. It's it's a Kai blast with if you've got good HP, it's Kai blast, and it's only two bars. Yeah. So it's like taking that into account of like you can really like one hit a lot of heroes with your, your Paladin retribution move. Yeah. And because they have so much HP, like they really hang around. That happened to me the other night when I was fighting. Um, yeah, I thought I was going to finish one off. I didn't, and Retribution just wrecked me. I, you know, it just, yeah. uh, the rest was his. And the sh- I don't use Chivalry all that much, but that actually complements Retribution a lot, too, where if you've got a Paladin that's not, that doesn't open as a front list, you can actually basically heal your Prepping. other heroes yeah. and, and take that damage yourself. And yeah. all of a sudden, now you've got a paladin that's that's in the middle that now is building up towards that retribution and is healing your frontline tank. So it actually works from a support perspective too. Yeah. And my paladin has a pretty subclass, which is like the perfect mix of all that too. Nice. All right, so we have pirate next. Um, I you know I've been doing some game testing with pirate, and I I would say B tier. I don't. I don't really love Cannon Barrage that much, uh, pushing yourself back one position. Um, it's I, I just the uh, the rotating my my characters hasn't been that nice. I, I do like Plunder a lot. I feel like that's pretty strong. Um, I don't like stealing charge because that you're stealing the ability to charge. You're again, it's it's um, you know going back to the the Dark Knight. You're uh, stealing the ability to charge. You're not stealing actual charge. If you were stealing actual charge, I might feel different. Um, 
but if you get you know otherwise if if you could just steal speed or attack i'd say you know maybe a tier um but you know every if if it, there's a 33% chance at each i i feel like stealing charge it's just really not that great yeah i like for the pirate i like the mechanic of the cam barrage i i like how different it is but i'd agree it's not it's not super effective right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe I'm just not seeing what it could be in the future. Or, you know, it's not, there's not a strategy to give it an open lane right now. I don't know. Maybe, I, I think. Maybe a, you need a, uh, some of these unimplemented heroes and their abilities. Maybe that's where he, he's kind of missing his compliment right now. Mm, yeah, maybe. I think, yeah, I would say plunder is good enough to keep him out of c tier though all right priest i don't have any priests so do you guys want to yeah i mean i i think this is going c i but again if we're if we're kind of looking at what their abilities can be that wish sounds pretty wild 75 percent of max hp i mean that is quite the heal for one charge bar for one charge. so yeah, I don't know if that's going to be rolled out that way, how long it would last if it is, but to me that seems like it's a little much. Yeah, I feel like that would make games last forever almost if you got priests yeah. on each side. It's like the Pokemon stall-out strategy. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's we'll throw them, slot them in C-tier for now. Thief. I have a Thief Thief. And he's good because he's a mythic. Um, but with Viper Strike not being there, I actually, I'm not a big fan of the Thief right now. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just I, I wasn't a very good pilot. But I feel like his moves, like where the ninja, the moves complement each other really well. I feel like the Thiefs don't complement maybe the class very well. I do like Viper Strike but you have to have a charge for that. And backstab, I, I like it as well, but it backstab doesn't feel like it has... It feels like you need another hero or another character's ability to pressure them into switching. Um, yeah, it, it would be cool if Viper Strike had kind of a mechanic where the poison is less effective in the mid-row or the back-row. Mm -hmm. Kind of like you're kind of like egging them on to make the switch and then trying to catch them with backstab when they do. Mm. Hmm. That. I like that a lot. That's that's clever. So w dive into that a little more. So you could you could use either skill to hit them in the back row then, or you could use in in the if you had him in the midline, you could use the viper strike then. No, so I was saying, like, so you use Viper Strike, right? And it, it hits the front line, deals the damage, and then poisons them. Mm -hmm. We haven't heard how that poison's going to, like, take effect. If it maybe does, you know, X amount of damage in the front line, but then 75% oh, of that damage, if okay. they're in the mid line, maybe 50% in the back line, you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, the only thing with with that kind of mechanic is they don't have to switch from front to mid. They could switch from front to back and then sure. And then the backstab wouldn't wouldn't have that kind of added effect, so. Right. 
there are interesting things that you could do though yeah i mean in theory i like the idea of backstab backstab i just it doesn't feel like the thief can apply pressure that does this i as i was advocating um to joseph and tex one time i'd love to see the the skill u-turn um stealing from pokemon you know stealing about everything from pokemon tonight that's where you attack and then your character actually switches places um and so it'd be a nice way to get off an attack first and then to actually switch in someone else so you could get some of that kind of like the sneaky damage in i'd love to see something like that all right i i don't know i'm feeling c tier what do you guys think yeah yeah definitely agreed warrior I know someone's opinion. I, my vote's S tier here. I, don't, <laughs> I, I also didn't think we were going to see uh, Paladin and S, so I don't know. Um, I'd be okay with A. I just I go back to the formula again, and you, you did tear that part of uh, that point apart with the Archer because they're really not doing fierce attacks, mm-hmm. but with the Warrior, you are. So I think yeah. it stands a little bit there. Nice. All right, I'm fine with that. Wizard. We haven't talked much about them. I played against a wizard today. I I liked it. Um, I I like Meteor. I like Meteor a lot. I I don't love Ice Blast. Um, I think I don't know if this would be too OP, but if Ice Blast decreased everyone's speed on their team. Ooh. Like, even maybe if it took, like, one charge to decrease everyone's speed, I think yeah. then that would it'd make it a lot more usable. Because you just, uh, you know, your guys aren't, your guys really don't last that long. And so, you know, if you're using Ice Blast on someone else, it, it just feels like they're not going to last around the, the whole game. So uh, it, it feels like it takes a little bit to set it up. And then, you know, if he's in the front line, he's going to get damage as well. I don't know. I I wish that could attack everyone. I, I think I do kind of feel like your magic based characters almost all their abilities should take at least one charge. I, I think with a wizard, I feel like he just you know that makes sense. Maybe even looking forward to to summoner and sage, I feel like you know it's a lot harder to focus those magical sort of attacks than a guy swinging a sword, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and as this kind of progresses the formula for gaining charge is intelligence plus wisdom mm-hmm. so like i i was messing around with taking my archer out and putting in a wizard just for that boost in charge it wasn't too oh. significant but again you know in 10 15 levels maybe it will be so i think I, i'd be cool with all of their abilities taking a charge and i i don't know where it was but somewhere Tyler's put in some ideas. It was the feedback. Nope. Um, in one of the chats a while back, uh, well, maybe yesterday, talking about... Okay, so here we go. Uh, Sage, he was thinking about lightning strike, deal 70 damage to a random enemy. Um, overload would be randomly use your other five... Your other, uh, your other skills five times. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. Um, Full draw. 
that was going to be the furthest character instead of backline. So yeah, he didn't have that one updated. Ice Blast, he was going to boost. Um, and then Caltrops, he was going to have it be able to stack. Um, and then Fierce Attack, he was going to have it do 50... Plus, instead of 50% attack damage, have it do 10% of the target's max HP. That would definitely boost Fierce Attack, I think. I don't, maybe not. Yeah, it depends on who you're hitting. Yeah. Significantly. Um, and then Dread Knight, entire enemy team gets minus 50% auto damage for two turns. Invoke Despair and overpower 85 damage to frontline double if they use a skill i told them that i thought overpower was overpowered <laughs> yeah uh, yeah it's a lot yeah if you hit that double i mean that's more than half a kai blast right there right right okay well this is our our first tier list thanks guys for coming on um no questions over here in, in YouTube, and you know we've been we've been running a little, a little more than an hour, uh, well, hour and twenty minutes. So it's a it's a long one tonight. So thanks, uh, viewers, for um, you know listening in on this. We really appreciate it, and you know thank you, Guy Kid, and thank you, France, for for jumping on, and, and thank you guys also for participating in, in battles over there, um, in Fight Club. It's it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for having us pump for Thursday night now after after this. Yeah. Nindorf, any closing remarks? Yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get some practice in here. I can see already or I'm gonna get I'm gonna get it handed to me here. You guys have uh, already got some strategy and counter strategy figured out, so I got my work cut out for me. Oh, Bravos NFT, he's got a question. He said, No giveaway question mark. Oh. Um I what do you think, Dindorf? You got anything in mind? I mean, I got extra scrolls. If people want scrolls, we can give you a scroll. <laughs> let's do, hey, let's do some I got, extra scrolls. Why not, right? Uh, I don't know that I. I don't even know what I have in my inventory lately. I have not been checking. Otherwise, yeah. Let's. Um, how about this? Uh, we got a. We got a good group that that showed up. Um, how about I give away a, a fortune, a lesser fortune stone, and we'll give away a couple scrolls. So uh, we got to come up with some questions here. Um, Franz, we'll let you come up with the first question. Guy Kid, you get to come up with the second question for our YouTubers. Uh, oh, man. Pressure's on. Yeah. Let's do something kind of fight club or nerdy video game related. <laughs> Make sure I got some. Yeah, I got four lesser fortune stones. Ah, uh, how about this? You get a lesser fortune crystal because I have nine of those. Um, so that's what I'm giving away for this the second question. Or you can give away a hundred bloaters. Everyone's always <laughs> happy with bloaters, right? Hundred <laughs> bloaters. <laughs> got to make those pet treats coming up here pretty yeah. soon, right? All right, so any you guys got any thoughts on questions, or do you want us to? Yeah, I was out? just uh, I was just looking at I googled Fight Club trivia online. It's Excellent. not uh, it's not giving me too much. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Mandorf. I was going to say, first person who says uh, 
their favorite uh, class for Fight Club and why. Oh, and put your Discord name in there too. Nice and simple. Nice and simple. See if we get any any unique perspectives from our listeners. I kind of, you know, maybe some of them have played already as well. I could use a little a little help, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping we see a bunch of new faces in there. Oh, yeah. All right, we're on a little bit of a delay. All right, Ravento said Ninja. All right, Ravento. All right. Scroll. Yep, I'll send uh, send me your uh, your address, and we'll, I'll send you a scroll. I'll get a couple you can choose from, by the way. All right, scroll of your choice. Okay, Lesser Fortune Stone. We got to come up with a good giveaway question. Um, got anything, Guy Kid? I was just gonna rattle off an ability. And first person to respond to it. Okay, let's do that. Dude. So, a Discord name needs to be in there. Which hero uses Dark Pact? Ooh, were you paying attention? I like it. This is like the quiz at the end. <laughs> yeah. Get up here. Kirby is weird when you're the host from a lag perspective, huh? I've never experienced it on this side. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, you kind of got to stall for time. All right, that's which hero, and you're probably already, everyone's looking it up already, but which hero has Dark Pack? That's correct. All right, Raven Toe, you're disqualified. <laughs> you already won the first one. You're yeah, much faster on on the uh, the typing than everyone else here tonight. You might be the only guy with a pulse, though. Yeah, we got we got bots watching, I guess. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give the the other listeners 10 more seconds. And for those of you catching the stream afterwards, The Wanderer just asked, where do we find this game? This is over on Discord, so I will link that right now. There we go. See, we're going to get some more people, like you said. Wanderer, that's a fun name. I feel like we have to give it to Raventoe. Oh, um, Bravo's NFT asked, are you getting my messages? And he said, dude, are you getting my messages? <laughs> I, was, I was not, dude. And then he responded with the Dark Knight. So, all right, Raventoe, sorry. Um, you already won one, so Bravo's NFT. There you go. Your persistence has paid off. You asked for a giveaway, and a giveaway has been granted. So, um bravos nft what is your discord name go ahead and write that in here so i know who to expect to be discording me 
um, and then uh, shoot me a direct message uh, in Discord, and we'll I'll get your OX, and I'll send you a, a lesser insight crystal, or excuse me, lesser insight stone. All right, thanks guys for joining us. Really appreciate it, and have a have a great night. Absolutely, thank you guys. Thanks, guys.